Today we're going to go into the Law of One, Session 33. We're moving right along. Session 33, hey, was March 1, 1981, which is about uh, 34 years and one month away from today. Today's session uh, 33 has 21 exchanges between Don and Ra. This is the re-listened version. <clears throat> um, today we have a couple of introductory a couple at the beginning of the session there's some questions about maintenance for Carla and the working or the balancing of the supporting group of Don and Jim um, they did a great work to allow her to continue um, offering her body mind her system uh, for Raw to speak through, and her health did suffer quite a bit. Uh, <clears throat> some questions about color therapy and a uh, and a technique or a a um, a kind of uh, healing device that they were using. Trying asking Raw about at the time. Some questions about life programming, catalytic program, programming of life experience by higher self or before birth. And questions about Jesus or Yeshua, Yehoshua, harvest, catalyst again, and then higher densities. So let's get into the session. We probably will do this in two classes, but we'll see. 330 uh, in brackets, in one half of a bracket. The bracket didn't end there, but I'm not sure why. Ra says the greeting, I am Ra. I greet you in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator. I communicate now. Uh, Don's <clears throat> first question, he says, in our last session, you cautioned, and that's the end of the bracket, so there was a tape problem maybe. In our last session, you cautioned, quote, each to look well to the vital energies necessary for non-depletion of the instrument and the contact level, meaning, uh, encouraging the group to be more careful or carefully observe uh, their own vital energies <clears throat> or vitality or physical well-being uh, so as to not deplete Carla, Carla's vital force or um, what's available for the contact. He goes on, did that mean that we should, that Jim and I should look at the instruments, dot, 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 We'll be careful of the instrument's vital energies or be careful of our own vital energies. Seems to be. Ra says, each entity is responsible for itself. The mechanics of this process taking place involve, firstly, the use of the physical body complex of third density with its accompanying physical material in order to voice these words. Thus, this instrument needs to watch its vital energies carefully, for we do not wish to deplete this instrument. So Ra is explaining how <clears throat> uh, the process of channeling occurs. They say, secondly, the function of the supporting group may be seen to be firstly, <laughs> that of protection for this contact. Secondly, that of energizing the instrument and intensifying its vital energies. I'll go on, read the whole quote in three paragraphs. Then, this supporting group has always, due to an underlying harmony, been of a very stable nature as regards protection in love and light, thus ensuring the continuation of this narrow band contact. 
However, <clears throat> the vital energies of either of the supporting members being depleted, the instrument must then use a larger portion of its vital energies, thus depleting itself more than would be profitable on a long-term basis. Third paragraph, please understand that we ask your apology for this infringement upon your free will. However, it is our distortion understanding that you would prefer this information rather than being left totally to your own dedication distortions, deplete the instrument <clears throat> or deplete the group to the point where the contact cannot be sustained. All right? So, uh, Ra is trying to explain to Don how not to end the contact, how to keep the contact in good working order based on the vitality, vital energies needed <clears throat> uh, needed to be strong in Carla. Each entity is responsible for itself. Yes, indeed. You know, I've said it's been more and more clear to me recently. <clears throat> um, when you suffer, you suffer alone. When you joy, you rejoice alone. Even if people are with you, um, you're really, we are the only one deeply experiencing that. If joy arises in mind, heart, it's yours for enjoyment. And when suffering and grief and misery arise in your mind being, uh, it's pretty much only yours too to work through or experience and move out of. <clears throat> and so be careful. <laughs> Take care of yourself because you're making your, your body and your mind moment by moment. So what about the process that in terms of um, allowing the contact with Carla <clears throat> or energizing the contact with Carla and her vital energies and the group's vital energies. Ra's saying that uh, there is this use of the physical body, 3D physical body, with its accompanying physical material that's actually related to vital force in order to voice the words. So they, so vital, vital, vital energy is a certain level or a certain quality of energetics of the overall body-mind-spirit complex. <clears throat> there are physical complex energy levels, there are vital complex energy levels, there are mental complex energy levels. Physical, vital, mental. And so, the uh, vital is uh, very much associated with the etheric body. And um, a person may have a weak physical, but a strong vital. And um, it's related to the spirit complex, or it's related to spiritual development, actually. <clears throat> because in my understanding, it's related to six chakra body, the energy form, energy body, energy field associated with six chakra, which is within the, which is the heart of the spirit complex, six and seven being chakras associated with spirit complex. Vital force is associated with etheric, sixth ray, uh, influenced by the quote spirituality of the person, which really means contact with the higher self which really means activation of Sixth Chakra, which really means the development of balance, hopefully, uh, and healing in the lower five, one through five, but particularly the development of Sixth Ray, spirituality, spiritualism, perception uh, of uh, multidimensional and soul and access to deep mind, that uh, spiritualization increases vitalization or one's vitality different than mental force, different than physical body force. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> to make this contact run uh, and voice these words, uh, there is the use of physical body complex of 3D 
with accompanying physical material, and I think they're meaning the vital force. So Ross says the instrument Carla needs to watch its vital energies carefully because they don't want to deplete her. And then there's the supporting group, which can whose vital force also may be used to help her. So she can draw vital force from the group, uh, which is then used to voice the contact, voice the words of the contact. So drawing from her vital, her store of vital force, Ra can voice the words or help her body voice the words through the thought transfer. And her vital energy levels depend on her health and um, her lifestyle during the week, what's going on there. And um, the vital, the relative levels of vital force of the group who have been supporting her, not only in, you know, common ways of being a, a good friends and helpers in the, in their family, the three of them in L&L together at that time, <clears throat> but also by their own vital energy levels. And so Ross said the function of the supporting group is of two, is twofold. One, protection for her. Secondly, energizing her and intensifying her vital energies. <clears throat> so Ross says the supporting group has always had deep underlying harmony, been very stable, been very helpful in protecting her in love and light. Um, and by all that ensures the continuation of the narrow band contact. So the narrow band contact means that Ra is uh, communicating a certain precision. There's a certain precision in the transmission of uh, light from six density through her mind, in through her physical body and out through her mouth. That, that, uh, there's a certain um, focalizing of that transmission, metaphysical focalizing, which is what made it very attractive to the negative 5D entity that wanted to kill her, actually. That, that was their source of their psychic attack or psychic greeting for a long time as sessions kept developing because of the intensity of light coming from that narrow band contact. So, but Ra makes the point that the vital energies of either of the supporting members being depleted, meaning when the vital force vitality of uh, Don and Jim were depleted, uh, she had to use a larger portion of her own vital energies and depleted herself more uh, than would be helpful, profitable <laughs> on a long-term basis. So it would have been bad for her, was bad for her, to you make use of her own vital force uh, in, in establishing the contact on a long-term basis if the group had not been uh, taking care of them, their own vital force. <clears throat> and, and that's the case in relationships, too. Uh, there are people who are draining. There are people who are like a psychic vampire. But there are people who are just weak in either vital force or mental force or physical force. Their body is weak. Their joie de vivre is weak. They don't feel much joy. They don't. They may be depressed. Their mental power is weak maybe because they don't think much. They don't read much. They don't consider. They don't consider. They ask, like I've been watching a lot of UFO videos. That's a whole other story, and I'm going to talk about it in the other group. But uh, the, in, the very significant increase of UFO sightings globally, this is a very big deal. And on the videos, you hear people say, 
What's that? What's so weird? What's that? What is it? Weird. What is that? And they ask the same question again and again. And they don't answer it. Answer your own question. Huh? You want to know? Think. Think, 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 think. You want to know? You better think. If you don't think, your mental force will be weak. Uh, but you'll also live in confusion. And uh, so there's physical force weak. There's mental force weak. There's etheric force weak. Or any can be strong. In relationship, if we're with somebody whose mental force, physical, mental, or vital force is weak, um, there may be more draw on us uh, from them. And this is one reason also for um, solitude of those doing intensive spiritual practice. Uh, <clears throat> they need to focus um, their attention on their own transformation process rather than be drained by those who are less ardent around them in relationship or family or community uh, that would normally siphon off. And that's, you know, that's a form of service and it's wonderful. Uh, if the person wishes to supplement and help the other with vital force or physical or mental, depending on the quality of the interaction, what's going on. <clears throat> but... Um, in the case with the raw contact, it was really much, Ra's really saying to the group, you better take care of yourselves and your own vitality, meaning sleep enough and eat well and exercise and this and that. Uh, so as Carla, so as not, so we don't have to, uh, so Carla doesn't get depleted uh, by us having to draw, by, by her vital force being, um, you know, prematurely uh, depleted uh, because you're not backing her up because you're not uh, supporting and uh, the group was quite harmonious for a long for for the four years of the contact generally quite harmonious uh, and Ra's interestingly saying that you know we ask your apology for infringement on your free will and um, you could say that that just shows that uh, Ra will infringe on free will um, when they consider it necessary or valuable, now this doesn't hurt Don, it's an infringement that helps them tremendously. It helps Carla, her health and her well-being and the contact and the group also. And Ra explains that it's their distortion understanding, meaning their understanding, um, everything is a distortion other than the law of one, you can say. It's their understanding that you prefer the information rather than being totally left to your own and deplete her or deplete the group where the contact would have to end. And so this is an infringement on Don's free will by telling him what he wants to know, even though he could have found it himself. So uh, as to help him maintain the contact and uh, the well-being of himself and Jim and the group. And Carla. 33, 332... He asks, can you give us advice on how to best maintain the best possible, on how to maintain the best possible condition for maintaining contact? And Ra explains, we have given information concerning the proper nurturing of this channel. We therefore repeat ourselves only in two ways in general. Firstly, we suggest that rather than being brave and ignoring a physical complex weakness distortion, it's good to share this distortion with the group and thus perhaps remove one opportunity for contact 
which is very wearying to the instrument in order that another opportunity might come about in which the instrument is properly supported. All right. Second, secondly, <clears throat> the work begun in harmony may continue. Harmony, thanksgiving, and praise of opportunities and of the Creator, these are your protection. These are our suggestions. We cannot be specific, for your free will is of essence in the contact. As we said, <clears throat> we only speak to this subject because of our grasp of your orientation towards long-term maintenance of this contact. This is acceptable to us. So <laughs> these are very wordy, awkward answers, I think. But uh, this is why you can see the raw material is difficult. So even answering questions about maintaining contact and supporting the channel and helping us keep this going are answered in a very precise way. Uh, Ra's saying that, yes, they gave a lot of information already on how to nurture Carla. <clears throat> and in general, you know, if you keep asking teachers questions that you already get, got answers to, they're going to be tired of answering. And, you know, it's good to ask questions, but you gotta, you got to learn to think. And ans by thinking, you will be answering the questions yourself, somewhat. So ask the question, hear the answer, then think. Don't fight the answer, unless it seems like it's garbage right away, but consider, you know, contemplate. And so Roz doesn't want to repeat himself, <laughs> but they repeat only in two ways. First, they're saying, rather than being brave and ignoring weakness or pain in your body, it's good to share that with the group. So this is for Carla. If she feels weak, uh, don't be brave and ignore it. Share your pain. And uh, that removes, uh, Ross said, one opportunity for contact which is wearying uh, so that another might come about which the instrument Carla is properly supported. <clears throat> what does this all mean? Well, it's just saying, you, you know, if, if, if you're sitting in meditation and you have an itch, you it's okay to scratch your itch. If you have a problem in your life, it's okay to take care of it rather than some kind of keep a, a stiff upper lip and chin up and man up and uh, put it down and go along and, you know, keep quiet and carry on and, and repress and avoid and not deal with uh, the problem. Just take care of it and then move on. That's fine. So, you know, I can sit in meditation and sit for five minutes with an itch on my knee. And I'll basically be thinking about that for five minutes because it's really itches. And I want to scratch it, but I don't let myself. And uh, it might have been a whole lot easier if I just scratched it and kept going with the breath. <clears throat> and... Um, uh, this is an interesting point to acknowledge that <clears throat> um, being really honest about this problem and that problem uh, is often a much more helpful way than, um, than, than, than you know, keeping a stiff upper lip or uh, manning man up, man to man up or uh, be tough and ride it through. If you have to, you have to, but <clears throat> certainly in group work, um, being very honest is really very helpful. But then you have to check to make sure that 
in the honest sharing of your pain or problem or weakness or issue, uh, you're not trying to control others or manipulate, but you might just want some love or attention or care, and that's okay. So uh, the course of this contact was a great training for Jim and Don and Carla in group work and um, maintaining harmony, and that's what um, they tried to do, you know, after Don's passing, after the contact with um, the Camelot, you know, with their group in, in Kentucky. It's a sort of community life, and it's a real challenge. Second, Ra explains that the work you did, you're doing in harmony can continue, and <clears throat> uh, what is of protection, what is protective, Ra says that what is protective is this group harmony, uh, which is, you know, caring and justice and thanksgiving or giving thanks, gratitude and appreciation for being together and the opportunity and the help that each gives to the other and praise and praise of the opportunities and of the creator. Thank you for this opportunity to talk, say I often. Uh, before I go to bed at night, actually, I've been saying thank you for the catalyst of this day. I, 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 I'm not thank you to some guy, but you know, I give thanks for the catalyst of this day, even if I don't remember it, <laughs> you know. Thank you for this catalyst, whatever it was. Um, here I am, and um, I'm glad for the opportunity, um, you know, to deal with catalysts, to deal with life, <laughs> to, to have this situation, this strange uh, dreamscape uh, of 3D incarnation. <clears throat> So, harmony individually and with the group, thanksgiving, giving thanks and gratitude, praise of opportunities and praise of the creator, you know, look outside, see the creator, look in the mirror, look around you, see the creator, these are your protection, these are our suggestions, and they can't be more specific, <clears throat> but this is specific enough, I'd say, uh, because they say your free will is of essence in the contact, and that's why Ra only answered questions. They only answered questions. This is not the Seth material monologue. This is not, uh, you know, let me riff on <clears throat> these topics. This is Q&A. And if you ask deeply, I'll answer deeply. And if you ask shallow, I'll answer shallow. And if you ask a confused question, I'll point out that it's a confused question. That's how Ra handled Don. And that is an aspect of the narrowband transmission, and that's an aspect of um, very serious respect for free will, non-infringement. Um, and that is, they said, your free will is of essence in this contact. That's very true. And compare that to other channeling, you won't see that in evidence. <clears throat> and so, anyway, uh, from their level, there is some infringement, but they answered very directly. Okay, <laughs> two questions with a lot of kind of uh, subtle metaphysics. Let's move on to some questions about color therapy. Don says, thank you very much, 33.3. Thank you very much. The instrument has a device for so-called color therapy, and since we were on in the past session the concept of the different colors, I was wondering if these in some way apply to the principle of color therapy in the shining of particular colors on the physical body. So this is Mr. 101 Crude 
new age technology. Does this have any beneficial effect and can tell me can you tell me something about it? Ross says this therapy as you call it is a somewhat clumsy and variably useful tool for instigating in an entity's mind body spirit complex an intensification of energies or vibrations which may be of aid to the entity. The variableness of this device is due firstly to the lack of true colors used and secondly to the extreme variation in sensitivity to vibration among your peoples. This device, it seems, if we see 33.4, um, is celluloid. <laughs> so it's like, you know, a light bulb uh, shining through what? A colored piece of plastic? plastic colored plastic film? Something like that. Uh, you know, uh, the idea, the, the shallow-minded idea here is if I just beam green color on my heart chakra, I'll clear my heart chakra blockages and open the chakra and all's well. And that's why Rock called it somewhat clumsy. So uh, the, the goal is intensification of energies or vibrations or purification or chakra activation. It's variable because it's celluloid. It's a plastic film. Uh, Rock calls that the lack of true colors used. Then you also have uh, extreme variation in sensitivity to vibration. And that's what I, that is spiritual evolution, increasing sensitivity to vibration, increasing sensitivity of body and mind and spirit to um, interaction, to, to the intrinsic sentience of love light, to um, sensitivity to all that is at all levels sensitivity at all seven levels of our being or consciousness, points of consciousness, seven chakras, being activated and coordinated and sentient. Uh, and so there is this extreme variation in sensitivity to vibration uh, we find among humanity. This extreme variation really means that you've got some folks here who are just pulling out of the animal kingdom and I would say that that level of evolution is 3.1, third dimensional body in space-time, with a very physical uh, only consciousness, very identified with body and sensations in body, not much mental activity, not much sense of personality, not much individuation, not much mental discernment, and more identified with family or tribe or, you know, my little group. Uh, that's like 3.1. <clears throat> Meanwhile, then you have some people like, you know, Nityananda <laughs> or Gautama or uh, Ramana Maharshi or guys who are, you know, basically uh, arhats or uh, qualified to be of guardian level, eighth density in human body sometimes too. And so that's, that's one of the strange things we have here. You have late sixth density wanderers and you have uh, newcomers from the animal kingdom in human body. This is a great, this itself is a great variation of consciousness levels, development levels of those in human body here on this planet. And this is akin to extreme variation in sensitivity to vibration among your peoples. Vibration is color. Color is vibration. Color is sound. Sound is color. Sound has color. Color has sound vibration. So um, Don pushes it and says, I would think that you could achieve a true color by passing the light through a crystal 
of a particular color. That seems better than working with plastic film. Ross says, this would be one way of approaching accuracy in color. It is a matter of what you would call quality control, that the celluloid used is of a varying color. Uh, this is not a great or even visible variation, however, it does make some difference given specific applications, uh, specific working of chakras, and this is, you know, um, color healing or light healing, uh, light vibratory healing and assistance to chakra activation. You can, of course, change the mind by working on the chakra field. However, the chakra field is the product of or the result of the conditions of the mind field. And so energy follows thought. The energy of the seven chakras, their condition, individually and composite, is the result of mind. Right? That's called karma. And so mind makes the body, and body affects the mind. And the chakras are etheric, uh, not physical body, but they're certainly energetic. Mind is energy too, of course, you see. But uh, the quality control is very important in, you know, devising some kind of instrument for, for healing. Finally, 33.5, Donick says, possibly the use of a prism breaking white light into its spectrum and then screening off all, part all parts of the spectrum except that which you wish to pass through a slit and use would be even better. Would it be, would this be true? Ross said, yes, it's correct. So, Don was at this point still looking to kind of develop himself or the group members as healers uh, akin to the Egyptian initiates who did healing. Uh, but this uh, was not to be. And um, Ra was again and again really moving back to discussion of the principles of healing. Not exact, not, not focused on the applications yet, but the principles of what healing and balance is all about. So, <clears throat> um, 33.6, we move out of the questions of color healing. Don says, thank you again, and says, I was wondering if there is a programming of experiences that causes an, causes an individual to get certain catalysts in his daily life. This is the issue of program catalyst. For instance, we, as we go through our daily life, there are many things that we can experience. We look at these experiences as occurring by pure chance or by a conscious design of ours, like making appointments or going to places. This, he must be reading this question. I was just wondering if there was a behind the scenes, I might call it, programming of catalysts to create the necessary experiences for more rapid growth in the case of some entities. Is this, does this happen? It's an excellent question. <clears throat> very, very important question. And um, the question of, you know, to what extent what we experience in daily life that appears by chance or appears fate or destined or this and that caused not by me, uh, to what extent uh, have they been programmed or planned from a higher dimension behind the scenes programming to create uh, or to provide <clears throat> certain experiences for more rapid growth? Of course, it's true. Ross said, we believe we grasp the heart of your query. Please request further information if we are not correct, not correct in answering and determining what he wanted to know. Ra explains, and this is very important, uh, 33.6, the incarnating entity 
which has become conscious of the incarnative process. This is a certain development of heart chakra, green, red, and thus programs its own experience before birth with higher self, may choose the amount of catalyst, or to phrase this differently, the number of lessons which it will undertake to experience and to learn from in one incarnation. So, okay, I'll read it all. This does not mean that all is predestined, but rather that there are invisible guidelines shaping events which will function according to this programming. Thus, if one opportunity is missed, another will appear until the, shall we say, student of the life experience grasps that a lesson is being offered and undertakes to learn it. And uh, this is very important. This is the some of the uh, background philosophy basis for the reality of program catalyst life experiences program before birth or with higher self before incarnation or simply um, life experiences determined or designed from a higher dimension uh, before or during the incarnation there is programmed catalyst or life experience designed and programmed and planned from higher levels during the incarnation too of course so Ra is making a distinction first for a certain level of 3D evolution, a level of person, personal development associated with becoming conscious of the incarnative process, meaning I'm incarnated, <laughs> or <clears throat> a certain, it's a certain degree of green ray heart chakra activation. Ra indicated that something like half of the humans on Earth are actually conscious enough to participate in programming of catalysts before incarnation with higher self. So I said this just the other day on some other talk or somewhere, or I was just listening to it. Uh, <clears throat> the capacity to program, to participate in the programming of catalysts before birth with higher self, meaning you planned your own life lessons, uh, that has a lower bar uh, or a certain level of heart chakra activation which is not yet the same as being harvestable or having learned the 51% serves the other or having learned the lessons of this dimension so well as to no longer need incarnation in this dimension uh, that achievement of heart chakra and uh, 135 balance is greater than simply this ability to uh, program one's own experience before birth or be participatory. It's not fully programs. It's but it's more consciously in association with higher self. Uh, that that requirement is a little bit less, but it is associated with heart chakra activation. And so a lot of people on planet Earth have heart chakra activation of one degree or another. Yes, but it's just not sufficient for for harvest uh, or graduation for most. The harvest will be low. Ra said, you can see, but most people are goodly more or less. They're just not positively polarized that much, or they're not really on the path. But they're goodly enough. They're kindly. Um, and there is mo moderate heart chakra activation. It just doesn't, it's just not quite enough. That's the problem for graduation. Now, for the person who's somewhat conscious of the incarnative process, somewhat developed in green ray, somewhat participatory in programming experience 
they do choose what Ra calls the amount of catalyst, which equals number of lessons. Now, uh, this is a funny, this is, I mean, you know, we could just go on and on. I could just go on and <laughs> in, at length on these things, but we have to keep moving. The amount of catalyst is a quantitative mm, quantitative statement, the amount. The number of lessons is also quantitative. How many lessons per lifetime? However, um, it may be that one person has a very, very intense experience, meaning intense catalyst, uh, but they're not like 50 lessons, but they're one or two or three, you know, like, like, uh, you know, the man has a loving family and a wife and children uh, and, uh, you know, goes off to work and comes home and, uh, you know, the, the, the house is burned down and his family's all dead. Now, that's just one lesson, we can say. It's one momentary catalyst, but it's pretty, pretty damn intense. And um, this can be called extremely harsh catalyst. Uh, but it wouldn't be, it'd be hard for me to call that many lessons. Now, you can say, however, this is now we're getting in, that in some sense, the intensity of that experience, which would be felt by anyone, um, is partially the result. Uh, why is it intense? Why is it intense? This is really now pushing in. Why is that intense? Well, it hurts so much. No, no, no. Go more. Why? One could say that it's intense because uh, it, the resolution or coming to harmony, coming, to, coming back to balance and wellness, if it's even possible, from that type of painful, terrible experience, requires uh, many readjustments internally, in mind, in attitude, for the person, for the husband in that case. It is, a, it is intensive because of, or associated with, a high number, quantity, of lessons embedded in the experience, which is what makes it intense. He's got to learn to live without his whole family, or without a house, without all that he's been planning, without the future that he imagined, without um, partnership, without a uh, family group, without the home, without his dreams, without his plans. Uh, maybe we can say that uh, there, you know, what the the what we consider the intensity of that experience is related to a quantity of readjustments and um, internal resolutions, uh, internal processes associated or required, needed to be um, achieved or are uh, resolved to be completed and worked through for the person to return to balance after such an experience. So that's just an interesting thing. The soul does choose the number, the quality, and the quantity, no doubt, of programmed catalyst or catalyst for, um, for their learning in the incarnation. And the nature of that is uh, the, 
the purpose of the catalyst is the achievement of its resolution. The purpose of the catalyst is the achievement of its resolution. In the achieving of the resolution of what's difficult, meaning achieving, returning, re-establishing balance, rebalancing, re-healing, in the healing and balance required to resolve difficult catalyst, which means accept, accept its love and wisdom again and again, uh, acceptance of one's internal process, acceptance of the other process, acceptance of the world being this way, acceptance of one's life being this way, acceptance of God and divine order still being in existence despite these difficulties, then comprehension with wisdom of all that I'm going through and all going through the others and all that's going through situationally and all that needs to be done as a response to seek resolution or make to go forward with my life. So this is a very intensive um, activation, coordination of love wisdom for green, you know, green, blue, green, blue, green, green, blue, again and again, you know, accept and understand, accept, understand, integrate, accept and understand and integrate, and then choose and decide how to handle what to do in terms of physical response what behaviors, how to handle it. Uh, the, the, uh, the internal developments needed for the resolution of the catalyst is the purpose of the catalyst. The purpose for which the catalyst came is the functions required for, their, for the resolution of the catalyst. That's the purpose of life experience, is the development of the needed qualities of mind, mind-heart, love-wisdom that are required to reestablish harmony and balance and well-being in the person who's gone through the catalyst. And so Ra says, not all is predestined, and lots of changes are made on the fly during an incarnation. There are invisible guidelines shaping events, many of which we have shaped ourselves. We shape the guidelines that shape events. We shape the shaping of our life. <laughs> we shape the contours of our life. You shape your face, there's no doubt about that. You have the face you deserve. A beautiful face or an ugly face? A sweet face or a wretched face? So, you, you made your face, <laughs> you made your response to catalyst, and, and most of life experience, um, much, let's say, much of life experience is uh, programmed uh, from higher levels with higher self, consciously and or not unaware, uh, before and during the incarnation. However, there's free will all the time, uh, but it's our free will that made our destiny. <laughs> By our free will, we shaped our destiny. By our free will, we shape that which is fated. And by our free will, we respond to that which is fated. So we, we respond to that which we have chosen which we forgot that we chose and created and shaped, that set the invisible guidelines that we call fate and destiny. We, we chose it. And then we also choose the response to that. And the purpose, again, of specific catalyst is the development of all the qualities of mind-heart needed to reestablish healing, wellness, balance, 
uh, in the handling of the catalyst. So, uh, Ra says, thus, if one opportunity is missed, another appears until the student of life, student of life experience, or we, the seeker, uh, grasp that a lesson is being offered. Hmm, hey, well, I got something to learn here, maybe. And then undertakes to learn it. So the people who are blaming others, blame, 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 um, have not even figured out that uh, their problems are made by them and are lessons offered by life for them. Of course, they're offering their own lessons, actually, but they nowhere near that. Uh, if you blame others, not only do you not take responsibility uh, for the self-causation of experience, not necessarily programmed, but simply cause and effect, you know, from this level, too. If I loosen my grip of the milk bottle, it'll drop on the floor. That's not program catalyst, but it's certainly a consequence of cause and self-created. Uh, but the person who blames other not only uh, ignores self-responsibility, but they ignore and are blind to the possible learning of situations in life that they're living. And that's why, you know, a lot of humans, they're, they're not much different at 60 than they were at 25 or so. They don't grow. They don't learn. They don't think that life is about learning. They don't see life as lessons for learning, for self-learning, for self-transformation. They don't get it. They may be goodly and kindly, more or less, but they're not on the path. 337 then these lessons would be would be reprogrammed, you might say, as a life experience continues. So that's called, what I'm saying is a catalyst program from higher dimensions with higher self on the fly during an incarnation in response to how well the person has done or not done in response to previously planned and met catalyst. On goes on, let's say that an entity develops a bias that he actually didn't choose to develop prior to incarnation, is it then possible to program experiences so that he will have an opportunity to alleviate the bias through balancing? Is it correct? Ra says, precisely correct. This was the case Ra mentioned about FDR. <clears throat> Mr. FDR who got uh, associated with power dynamics during his lifetime and, and gave himself polio. Um, a positive-oriented soul got enmeshed and attached to the power dynamics of his position and um, then developed polio, <clears throat> which put a put a crimp on his power-seeking depolarization from the positive path. It does happen, 33. And in fact, if you look at your own life, this is all very, you know, we could go on and on and on with this. It's a very, very important matter, programming and catalyst. And this will be the last few questions here. We'll go through 33.9, the 15 or minutes or so. Uh, you know, <clears throat> the challenge, when I was in Bali recently, some people asked, what's life purpose? What's my life purpose? It just it blows my mind that people have been reading book after book and going to seminar after seminar, <clears throat> healing after healing, and they're 30 and they're 40 and they're 50, and they still don't know what their life purpose is. It really is a shock to me. <clears throat> because people don't answer their own questions. They're still waiting for somebody to tell them. If you keep asking someone else, <clears throat> you probably won't get the answer. <laughs> the answer is in the, inside your heart. 
the kingdom of heaven is within. So somebody asked, <clears throat> and I basically said, whatever you find difficult in your life is a portion of your life purpose. <laughs> Dealing with whatever you find difficult in your life is a significant portion of your life purpose. Body problems, emotional problems, family history problems, relationship problems, career problems, discernment problems, any kind of problem is, you know, the resolution of such problems, obviously, is a major portion of your life purpose. And they were like, oh, uh -huh, I see. <clears throat> so, uh, it is essential, and Ra has talked about, I mean, I've learned tremendously, or somewhat, relatively, I felt, uh, from Ra's perspective on Program Catalyst. Uh, <clears throat> and again, uh, the purpose of the Program Catalyst is the development of mind, the development of love wisdom. All aspects, the intricacies, the, the subtle aspects of love wisdom development associated with the resolution of the difficulty of the Catalyst. Moving through, working the Catalyst. Working through what's difficult. That's the purpose. <laughs> the development needed to work through the Catalyst is the purpose of the Catalyst. So, the purpose of my life includes working through everything that I consider difficult. Everything. And so, uh, let's go on, 33.8. Don says, thank you many times here. He says, thank you again. Then from this I would extrapolate the, to the conjecture, I will say, that the orientation in mind of the entity is the only thing that is of any consequence at all. He's very absolutist, Don. So he's conjecturing that the orientation in mind of the entity is the only thing that is of any consequence at all. The physical catalyst that he experiences, regardless of what is happening about him, will be a function strictly of his orientation in mind. He's really tight. I will use an example. Somebody's deleted because it's just a personal example. This being a statement of the orientation in mind governing the catalyst. It's a very vague um, and rigidly phrased question, and I'm not really sure what he's trying to say. Um, <clears throat> but surely um, the development of mind is key to the choice of program catalyst and, uh, of course, the resolution of such catalyst. Ra explains, 33.8, we prefer not to use any well-known examples, sayings, or adages in our communications. Hey, hey. Due to the tremendous amount of distortion which any well-known saying has undergone. So they're not trying to make this catchy. They're not trying to um, use well-known sayings to help us. They want to be precise in ex explaining what they consider truth. Therefore, we may answer the first part of your query asking that you delete the example some person mentioned. It is completely true, to the best of our knowledge, that the orientation or polarization of the mind-body-spirit complex is the cause of the perceptions generated by each entity. Thus, a scene may be observed in your grocery store. The entity ahead of self may be without sufficient funds. One entity may then take this opportunity to steal. Another may take this opportunity to feel itself a failure. Another may unconcernedly remove the least necessary items, pay for what it can, and go about its business. The one behind the self, observing, may feel compassion, may feel an insult because of standing next to a poverty-stricken person, 
may feel generosity, may feel indifference. Do you now see the analogies in a more appropriate manner? So, mind is born by you. You make your mind. You make your responses. Everybody's response is individually generated. To say that you make me so mad is bullshit. You are a catalyst. I make me this or that. So this is an extremely important um, example or um, analogy Rob provides. So, first of all, they say, the orientation or polarization. These are synonyms. Orientation really means moral polarization. We're talking about life uh, between third density and six. Uh, positive path serves to other or serves to all. Negative path serves to self. Path of control and separation. Negative path versus positive path. Path of love and unity, which 90% of the souls uh, in 3D go on eventually. Uh, their numbers are one-tenth hours. Orion and the people surveilling these phone calls <laughs> uh, who may be on the negative path may not be souls really negatively oriented. Have a good time, boys. But 90% uh, of the souls in 3D go on the positive path. And oh, this could be called positive polarization. Uh, this can be called moral polarization, moral polarity, or orientation. We're well, saying that that orientation or polarization, um, and actually the degree or the level of development on its path, the level of development, the level of polarization uh, on the positive or the negative path, is the cause of the perceptions generated by each entity. And it's very simple. Uh, there's the division, There's there are those who are positively oriented with heart chakra in play. There are those who are negatively oriented who willingly keep blocking first, second, third, fourth chakras and seek power without love, without honesty, without kindness, without care for other. And then there are those who are not. Uh, for those who are neither polarized, positive, nor negative, they're working um, with more lower chakra blockage, but they're not seeking power and domination. And and that's called the 3D repeater mind or the non-polarized mind or non-seeking mind that generates particular perceptions. Likewise, those on the positive path, being on the positive path, meaning some activation of fourth ray, fourth ray, fifth ray, with first, second, third chakra blockage, clearance, clearance of the blocks of one, two, three, being on the positive path, uh, somewhat, centered four or five or six, perhaps, that generate that development also generates certain perceptions. Likewise, those on the negative path, depending on their level, development, generate particular perceptions. So the perceptions generated, which is our response to catalyst or response to experience or what we contribute, our perspective, um, is simply, you know, the result of particular specific development on uh, either path. And it's very much in, in harmony with chakra activations. The person who's very much uh, vibrating in love will <laughs> have more compassion-based perception and response to situation. The person who is more balanced with love and wisdom will not only have compassion-based 
perceptions, responses, but also compassion and wisdom comprehension, balanced-based perceptions of catalyst or life experience or situations. So the sphere of five includes four. The person who's well-developed uh, one, two, three, four, five on the positive path um, will understand uh, and have compassion, while the person on the positive path who's developed one, two, three, four, love of wisdom, <clears throat> mainly green ray, not much wisdom. They may be spiritual and have a sense of holism. All is one, all is God, all is love light. But they haven't really made the effort to develop wisdom. Their perceptions of life will be based more in compassion with less comprehension. <clears throat> so they see the suffering on earth, but they don't understand why. They see the injustice on earth. They feel pain, but they don't know why. Because they don't they haven't developed wisdom. They haven't developed fifth ray, equal to their well developed green ray, fourth ray, fourth chakra, love base. So uh, you know, live and learn. And what you've learned is the result of um the development you've made. And if you want more learning and more development, uh expand your sphere of perceptions beyond the uh, body or the personal self, beyond simply society and social matters, but into the universal, uh, which begins in fourth ray, with a sense of caring or the interconnectedness of all, and then also fifth ray, wisdom, uh, justice in mind, you know, justice in mind, seeing justly, truly, that's honesty, that's wisdom, positive use of wisdom too. And so, Ra is saying, uh, the cause of our perceptions generated by each entity is, again, their orientation or their specific development along their polarized path. And so, the grocery store scene, the person has no money uh, in front of us. One person, um, you know, while that person finds they have no money at the checkout counter, a person behind them takes the opportunity to steal. <laughs> they steal something because... Nobody's looking at the Wrigley's gum. Or another one, uh, the person, you know, so the person without money may take that opportunity to steal. Or they may feel themselves a failure. They may steal without feeling themselves a failure. They may feel themselves a failure and not steal. <laughs> it's all, you know, the infinite possible array of responses to the situations we've caused ourselves. Another person simply removes the necessary, you know, removes the least necessary items. This is a more wisdom-based approach. They pay for what they can, they go about its business. It's like not emotionally charged. So the situation may have emotional charge if you add emotional charge. <laughs> People may add emotional charge or not. You call me a liar and a fraud, <laughs> I may have an emotional charge or not. But you didn't make it, I made it. So you look at a situation and say, it's that way. Oh, really? <laughs> you mean you experience it that way. Don't tell me that uh, we should have the same feeling. Don't tell me the situation is a certain way. You can say that someone's being unfair to you if someone really is lying and cheating and tricking and all that. You know, there are some objectives, like a person being honest and a person being dishonest, a person uh, sharing harsh speech or malicious speech or wrong speech or, you know, gossip or divisive speech like the forms of wrong speech in Buddhism, 
yeah, the person may be engaging in that, but my response is uh, made by me. And so again, a person behind may feel compassion or they may feel insulted because, you know, look at this person so poor, whatever. Another one feels generosity. That's heart chakra activation. And so <clears throat> 33.9, Don extends this further, and this will be the last complete question QA explanation of the session for us today, and we'll go to the second half next week. Uh, Donick says that he knows what's going on. Yes, I do. Ma was asking, uh, do you see, do you now see the analogies in a more appropriate manner, meaning the, um, the, the highly specific and unique self-generation of response to catalyst, response to life experience, as then a mirror of the level of development of that soul, of that being. Do you get it? Don says, yes, I do. Goes on. Then from this, I will extrapolate the concept, which is somewhat difficult. Oh, yeah, yeah, long question here. Um, as you've explained before, even fourth density positive has the concept of defensive action. But above the fourth density, the concept of defensive action is not in use. The concept of defensive action and chuckle, haha, offensive action, are very much in use in this, our present experience. <clears throat> you meaning the, the realm of the 3D repeaters. Uh, <clears throat> guided by their slave masters. Don, go, Don goes on, I'm assuming that if an entity is polarized strong, strongly enough in this in his thought, in a positive sense, defensive action is not going to be necessary for him because the opportunity to apply defensive action will never originate for him. Is this correct? <laughs> Ra understands this a little better and says, this is unknowable, meaning... If a person, Don, Don has a very simple-minded approach here. <clears throat> He's thinking, if an entity is so positively polarized, even in, enough in his thinking, in a positive way, uh, no defensive action to a threat would be necessary because the opportunity where he must apply or use, you know, defensive action, meaning like, you know, you, you know, punching, punching the attacker. Because he's thinking the opportunity to apply defensive action wouldn't originate for him. Is it correct? It's actually not correct. Uh, the Buddha was attacked. Nityananda was attacked. I mean, they're not attacked every day, but there are stories of some people against them, physical or mental attack. Uh, but I think that those guys are pretty pretty well developed <laughs> beyond, beyond polarity. Ross says it's unknowable, meaning uh, if a person would be so highly developed that no attack or no defensive action against it would be needed. Ross said, in each case, of we, as we have said, an entity able to program experiences may choose the number and the intensity of lessons to be learned. So number and intensity are not the same, but they are comparable. It is possible that an extremely positively oriented entity might program for itself situations testing the ability of self to refrain from defensive action, even to the point of the physical death of self or other self, i.e. the book 2150. This is an intensive lesson, indeed, and it is not known, shall we say, what entities have programmed, meaning it's very, it's quite unique. We may, if we desire, read this programming, yes, because they're at that level. However, this is an infringement, and we choose not to do so. 
<clears throat> and uh, uh, this will be the last question or response for today's group. Um, number one, it's unknowable what uh, whether whether a very highly evolved positive entity will or will not have uh, attack or uh, the uh, opportunity to either uh, make or refrain from defensive action um, in certain situations. Personally, they don't give me this one so often because I like defensive action or chewing bubble gum and kicking ass. But <clears throat> uh, I have... <laughs> Some people, uh, there is there is the possibility of a very highly evolved, positively oriented person, very highly evolved person along the way of love, wisdom, balance, who then programs for him or herself situations testing their ability to refrain from defensive action or even to engage in defensive action, depending on their biases, you see. Uh, so it may be refrain from defensive action even to the point of their death or other self-death. Now, uh, in the book 2150, they talk about this. It's the, Unfortunately, uh, this is a very weighty matter, and uh, we can't get into it fully. We know from Ra's discussion of 4D positive confederation groups doing the holding action against Orion that... Only the 4D group, positive groups, lack the wisdom to refrain from the battle. Therefore, 5th density positive, 6th density positive confederation groups do not engage in the thought war against Orion. They do other things. Uh, only 4th density positive lacks the wisdom to refrain from the battle. 5th density, 6th density, 5th chakra, 6th chakra activated people, well-developed, positive path, would then have the wisdom to refrain from the battle. So refraining from battling uh, may be associated with cowardice. It also may be associated with wrong view. It also may be associated with uh, uh, development of wisdom sufficient beyond just love to know that there are better ways of responding than battling. Therefore, with sufficient wisdom based in love, the soul may... <clears throat> realize that uh, refraining from defensive action even to the point of their death or the death of the people around them is the is the better, better or higher or more positive way. And, on the other hand, uh, there is a soul who refrains normally from attack, defense, defensive action, uh, refrain from battle, who may be programming battle or conflict or challenge or threat so they can learn to not refrain from defensive action even to the point of the other's death, to kill the other as um, a portion of their learning, <clears throat> like Krishna and Arjuna. Don't be scared. So it's very subtle, these things. Uh, and to learn, you know, what, what, what may be a lesson, what may, what a life experience that may be a programmed catalyst for one soul whose testing is to refrain from a battle 
may be for the another soul a testing to see if they're willing to battle or willing to have courage a person <clears throat> uh, uh, you know the the obstacle in the road may indeed be program catalyst by that soul for either their capacity to persevere and be creative and work their way around the obstacle when normally they would shrink from it or for another soul it may be a program catalyst as a sign that they normally don't acknowledge to cease and desist and move back and go away <laughs> so you know one man's uh, perseverance test or courage test maybe another one's sensitivity to guidance test How about that so <clears throat> you want to help somebody you better get your shit together because if you want to help somebody you better know their mind and their karma otherwise your helping is maybe troublemaking when you say you should do this I think you should do this are you sure do you know the purpose for which that person caused or created their difficult situation catalyst opportunity if you don't know why they chose it, uh, you can't be sure you know what the solution is. <clears throat> you have to tune into. Why is it that this person chose these difficulties to know some basis for how to suggest solution for them? Because one person's solution is another person's entrenching blockage. <laughs> if the person chose the obstacle so that they could learn it from inner guidance, that they should turn around and go another way and drop their their arrogant planning <clears throat> while the other person chose the obstacle as a means of testing their courage and their heartfulness and their faith in themselves to go through it and keep going and their path is right <laughs> if you don't know that you're gonna be hurting people so uh, <clears throat> and Ross said uh, it is not known what entities have programmed. It can be known. Higher Self knows. Atman, of course, Higher Self, made the program. They know the purpose of uh, the uh, maneuvers on the map because they have the big map. Uh, fifth density, sixth density, and above can read it. The angels know it too, but they don't talk. So uh, <clears throat> it's not an infringement to read another's programming if you can do it the question is um, how well do you do you read it <laughs> uh, but one can know the mind of others very deeply and it's one of the powers that come from some developments in meditation and awakening anyway let's end it for here this is a very wonderful material program catalyst and the purpose of life challenges the purpose uh, for which I'm going through difficulty is very very important we all have our own specific challenges and difficulties and what's easy for one is really hard for another uh, and uh, they're all for the purpose of um, the needed inner adjustments that are would be required to handle the situations and the difficulties well I can't go into this long, but a little more unpacking of the statement or what it means for an entity to become conscious of the incarnative process. Uh, there are degrees of that consciousness or awareness of incarnative process. Uh, 
uh, a high degree would be understanding, you know, what Ra is teaching uh, as to how uh, Catalyst is programmed before birth, for the incarnation, as an opportunity for soul development uh, in uh, choosing and determining a more uh, balanced, expanded heart, mind, love, wisdom, balanced approach to handling the Catalyst and learning the lessons. Uh, that is associated with heart chakra activation and that does make a connection to sixth chakra. So once fourth ray or the activation of fourth ray by its excuse me by itself has a resonance with sixth ray, of course, two four six. And so that is a degree of tapping into a higher self mind or the mind that understands the purpose for programming specific catalyst. And um, for you yourself um, or for anyone, I would just say to become more aware that uh, your perceptions are impermanent and insubstantial and conditional and don't have to be the way that they seem to have to be now or could be changed. One could see situations in a new light. One can change one's view, change attitude. One can expand one's awareness of possibility and <clears throat> to realize that you didn't make me this way I made me this way in my response to you or my response to situations I did it you didn't do it I did it and you don't make me this or that I make me this or that and if I don't like my current way of reacting or my perceptions because we react by the perceptions we generate, right? If you, uh, like the person on the line, if you look at the person without the money and judge them and then feel that's an insult to you <laughs> because <clears throat> um, uh, what am I doing in this store with this person who's so poor? Or why am I here? I feel sorry for myself uh, being with this person. Uh, that's your own perception and it has to be and doesn't have to be it because it is it's the lawful result of causes or deeper level attitudes that we carry without generally recognizing them some self-doubt perhaps or um, sense of inadequacy it's wrong for me to be with anywhere near such people uh, and a whole host of, of deep-level beliefs associated with self and life path and things like that, that that lead us to our ordinary perceptions of situations and relations with others. Uh, it's just important to, to be aware and observe how we're reacting, <clears throat> and if, there, if, if, it's, if it causes us pain or we feel some pain, uh, to realize... Uh, that there are specific attitudes that we're carrying. <clears throat> uh, basically, just to understand that um, I made my reactions, uh, although you're responsible for how you're treating me or what's going on in the situation that you're contributing. Uh, and if my reactivity causes me some pain and distress 
or seems out of balance or is dysfunctional and doesn't help, then uh, I can learn a better way, better ways of handling situations. And why is it that I see situations this way? Why do I see this situation this way? So this is inner work and requires some thinking. Thinking is fine. It's a matter of thinking straight, not thinking around and around in circles or um, getting stuck in not knowing or stuck in a particular perspective that is limited. So anyway, it, it very much depends on the particular situation as to how to handle it. But the attitude is, um, I made my reactions and I can unmake them and shift them. And um, how I see my life is very much the determinant of how I feel in my life uh, and in situations. But that doesn't mean that you can stop necessarily others from being the way they are. So uh, one can make peace with, uh, let's say, the unjust activities of others around us or in our life. But that doesn't mean we have to stay there. <laughs> we can also choose to leave and choose to make a different type of relation to someone that we can determine to be unhelpful or negatively oriented or deceptive or whatever. So it's very much about know yourself, but be careful of your own mind. <laughs> see your mind clearly, as clearly as you may try to see the, the conditions or the personality patterns of others. So thank you for being with me today. Next time we're going to complete session 33. I too appreciate this opportunity. Wish you well and see you next time. Okay, good night.